Hey, yo, it's your boy Sane. How you guys doing? So, this is Oak Cliff Beach number 35. Me and Chad had a really dope-ass conversation. Everything from journaling, identity, and freaking deep diving in biology. It was, it was amazing. You guys should have a blast when you're checking it out. Also, give us a follow at DSane8 and also IZZ Rodeo. That's on Twitter and IG. Um, and go ahead and follow that. Yeah, follow that YouTube, man. Hit that hit that subscribe button. There's a lot of cool things that I'm going to have coming your way in 2021. I want you to be able to tap into the full Izuzu Rodeo variety stream. Well, here we go. Number 35. Chad Weesk. Ah, look at that. I already fucked it up. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> Chad Weisk. <laughs> how you out of the gates. Yeah, man. Like, how the hell do you have that complete conversation about it? Then fuck up. You still fuck up. <laughs> and that lets you know, man. That's what humans are good for. That's like their, their main hobby. Fucking up is their specialty. <laughs> That's right. That's right, man. <laughs> but but how, how are you? And please introduce yourself for the listeners. Cool. Yeah. Um, well, my name is Chad Weiske. I do uh, music um, as something that's been the most consistent activity in my life. Um, yeah, I've been recently getting into um, like doing a lot of like more technical, like sound designing, modular synthesis stuff. And then in the second half of this year, um, looked more into like video synthesis and, and how that all works. So, mm. you know, I was yeah, I was never like a camera handler. But um, but after after learning about, you know, some of this video synthesis stuff and just like the abstract visual techniques like video feedback i mean there's obviously video synthesizer modules that you can use i'm sitting like right on your desk i mean there's um it's it's a it's definitely a rabbit hole you know for me especially this year there's just been a lot of free time on my hands but but yeah man anything audio visual creative i love it did you do all the work for your your recent project no so so um i guess I had I had a good friend. I've known uh, this guy for um, twenty years. Um, he goes by Saint Finnegan. I can you know if if there's any like content, I can drop like his handle for his socials and stuff. But I've known this guy since like elementary school. He came through mm -hmm. town. He had this really nice Sony, really nice lens set. And he's like, dude, do you want to shoot music videos and stuff? And then all of a sudden, like it's just you know we had a weekend. It's just like boom, boom, boom. 20 minute shooting session, four hours of editing. And like, that's just the benefit of being able to have like a, like a, a, a working, you know, rapport and like a language, you know, with people you've known for a little while and stuff. I mean, we were yeah. just able to work really quick. So yeah, I mean, I, and I've never done a music video before. I mean, we were, it was so off the cuff, but um, I mean, I guess if, if, if it, if it, if it looks nice, I mean, that just goes to show how far like editing and colorizing and stuff is in posts and stuff. But yeah, um, so a lot of a lot of like my most recent video posts, those have I've had help. But um, but I, I mean, yeah, I can also I can share links of like little things or I'm kind of messing around with like animating something that moves to sound. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting there as far as that's all concerned. So but yeah, a lot of my recent projects have been collabs. 
Dude, definitely, definitely share that with me because I'm moving in the area of doing that as well. Because I mean, it's just, it's like, why not? If you can, yeah. you can do it, then do it. And side note, not even a side note, still touching in on those, those collab projects because it really captured my eye. I'm trying to think, it's the one where it's a, it's the song that it's um, it's like spoken word on music, but it starts off and it's like you're in this vat, you're in this vat of a blue liquid. And yeah, like getting ready to be born. It's it's like it really looks sexy. I like that. Thank you, man. Yeah, that was something. Each so that's a five parter, right? And that's a seven minute runtime video, but it's five little like spoken word things that I recorded. I never. I mean, I did that actually probably three years ago. The audio, and then mm-hmm. it just sat around. I wasn't able to release it because the I guess whoever I'm distributing through, they're like, this ain't music. <laughs> so so it just sat on my <laughs> it just sat on my hard drive disc and stuff but a lot of I mean like I said like the guy heard it and he's like man this like this kind of speaks to me in a in a different way and um and so yeah I mean he was like let's let's pick this up too and so the that opening scene is the last thing that we wound up shooting for that little project but that we all did that in like one day i mean you can see how like as that video progresses like the sun starts to you know become higher in the sky in in the shooting situation it's because we did we edited it in like reverse order of like that same day so i mean it just goes to show like how quickly we just busted that out so what's crazy um, about that is if you would never mention that never would have noticed it it's that thing where like you get on stage and you mess up unless yeah. you let someone know like i didn't yeah. i didn't notice that but that's it's crazy I, now i want to go look at other videos and see if i can pull that kind of crap out <laughs> right yeah like it opens and it's like it, it it's at night and it's in a pool right so mm-hmm. and then i mean the, the last one is kind of right when the sun's starting to get behind some trees and you know, indirect light and stuff but um yeah one i guess i don't know I'll, I'll i'll drop the little easter egg so Obviously, it's spoken word, right? Yeah. And what we were thinking, it's like, I'm like, I don't want to lip sync to this in the video. So we're like, what can we do? And I'm like, how about since it's spoken word, we'll have my mouth be preoccupied in every situation. So it's like, I'm underwater in the first one. I can't speak Mm. underwater. Uh, I guess... You know, there's the one where I've got like leaf blowers in my face and stuff. It's like the, you can't coordinate my mouth. And then, and then there's the dentist scene where my mouth's getting operated on and stuff. So it's like my mouth's always preoccupied. That's cool. As and then, well, actually, I, my mind kind of went on a tangent because I've seen yeah. a couple artists do the the dentist scene. I just want to know out of curiosity. Can you just walk into your dentist and say, "Hey, I want to film this," and they they kind of <laughs> give you the nod or not? <laughs> That is, I mean, like I said, this was all one day. Um, that's that was totally a, a movie magic situation. Uh, we ah. we we set that up. We turned off all the lights in a room. I got like a mic stand. I got like a LED light hanging over me and stuff. That's it. So that's yeah. Movie magic yeah. is is a blast. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the, yeah. The, now, have you have you? the dental tools i'm actually sitting here looking at them because i mean what else are you going to use dental tools for for prop other than props so yeah we went i don't know why they sell that stuff at target but yeah we went to uh we went and just bought that to make it real 
but beyond that, like, yeah, it was all just let's shoot here, let's shoot here, edit it. I mean, yeah. Do you see yourself going into doing maybe possibly skits or or even further, maybe shows or movies in the future? I would love that. Um, I Throughout high school, I did – so there's, like, debate in high school, right? Well, at mm-hmm. those competitions, they also have, like, non-debate events where you would have, like, memorized pieces that were no longer than 10 minutes. But it's And so it's not necessarily acting. There's no costumes. You, you wear a suit, and then you have, like, your – it's it's very like human body storytelling, you know what I mean? And you you pop into certain characters, you have like certain blocking, you know, that you can kind of incorporate. And um and so I did that all four years of high school. Um and that was the most like acting kind of thing that I've ever done. Mm-hmm. But I love I love the idea of like, yeah, getting into a character and like telling a story. And um yeah, that that would be something where it's like where do you kind of start though but i would i would love to to start doing that dude you just pick up your camera you you write down an idea that you want to do and you you just go i remember yeah. when we were out there in unt there's um a couple of skits that are probably a little cringe for me now to look back on um i always have this trope of i like dying in the movies that i do it's just i don't know why i like doing that I, I really just like I want I want a death scene every time I do yeah. a movie. Um but there was one and I remember it. We we were just I think there was a competition and they suggested they gave us a suggest a suggestion what you do, and then you just sit there and you you make it. And we did it all in one day. And and the cool part was because my brother, he went upstairs to edit, and then I was downstairs making the music for it. And it just felt cool because you get to blend all your stuff. I think that's what really gets it so crazy and hyped up for me is just taking all the shit that you know and then blending it together. Like, I, I get, it's like fun. It's like everything comes to full fruition. It comes full circle. I love that. I love it when it does that. But I just say, grab your camera, man. Shit, say, it could be something simple. I want some Kool-Aid. And you can just film some erratic story of how you got to make that cup of Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just I mean the the um the art of like just camera angles and like how you actually, you know, juxtapose shots in the edit and stuff. I mean that's I'm kind of I'm I'm maybe I'm learning it a little bit backwards if like, you know, like a the stereotypical, you know, actor that kind of winds up, you know, aging out of his roles and starts to he wants to direct his own things. I mean, I, I've always loved like watching movies with like the uh the commentary and um yeah, man, it's 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 just funny to like be on camera sometimes, but mm-hmm. you know it's it's also it's it should be you know you should be able to kind of lose yourself in the moment and stuff. And I would say genuinely, I felt like I kind of lost myself in the moment when I was doing some of the shots. But um, yeah, man, I don't know. It's it's a it's it's just it's an interesting to think about. One of the most interesting um, interviews with like an actor about this whole like you know what it's like to be in front of the camera mm-hmm. is is the interview with john malkovich about the movie of being john malkovich and he's he's sitting there it's kind of like this in the actor studio kind of thing and he's like he's like i was so confused as to how i'm going to handle 
even like playing myself in this movie and stuff. It's like, <laughs> I mean, it's just like turn it up to 10 as far as like, you know, taking the spotlight. You know what I mean? It's, a, it's, it's, um, I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's, I don't know. It's, a, it's, it's interesting being, being on camera as a, as a, a living being, I guess. I don't, I don't know if anybody else feels that way, but like, just like thinking about, you know, creating a duplicate of you. It's like, like I think who's, who's the actor who's like, I don't watch any of my movies. I think Johnny Depp is like, I don't watch I thought, any of my movies. Was it Vin Diesel? I thought Vin Diesel did that crap. Or either he said Vin Diesel was big on at one point, not making sequels. That was Vin Diesel's thing. Okay. Um, yeah. And then here we go with Fast and the Furious, like eight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why they kept changing the damn name. But the, uh, the, I wonder if it's kind of that same thing with some people when it comes to hearing their voice, you know, they'll hear their voice and they're like, ew, that's disgusting. And, and I, I think it does happen. It does have something to do with just losing yourself and kind of, it's like this other glance of loving yourself. I forgot what it was. It was, I think it might've been Kanye who was saying that he was like, I love my voice. And as I started doing more podcasting and I heard my voice more than more than I probably need to hear my voice. I just started kind of following into it. I was like, you know what? That's that's a that's a damn good voice. And he just said yeah. that and you just yeah. kind of get rolling with it. And I think that's yeah. what you you probably have to do when you get on screen too. You just go, this is what I am. This is where I am. Now just go all out and don't just losing yourself and showing that energy. That's I don't know. I think that's where it, that's where it's at, man. I really love seeing really good performances. Where, um, like, do, do you ever watch any theater? Do, have you ever been to um, any of those stage plays? The last one was the Jungle Book. It was in San Antonio. It was so it was so okay. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 it was so okay. Like, like when you say that, like it was like, do you mean exactly that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm. I'll, I'll give you a a not so a better one. Um. So yeah. if you ever if you ever get a chance to see the Lion King on stage, it is it is a breathtaking sight. Um. Another one, and I I say this because one thing also I've learned is that when you go to different performances, they switch things up. But um. Uh, Let Miz. Let Miz is a freaking masterpiece, and like I'm, I'm not even trying to. I know a lot of people say that, but it, it is like there's a scene where um I was trying to figure out how they were gonna how they were how they were gonna portray a guy jumping off and committing suicide, and the way that they use all the stage, the lights, and everything together, dude, it's it's amazing. So I think what they do is they they create a fog, of course, and then they make the the they make it go completely black and the lights directly on the gentleman and the way that they do it, it looks like he's falling to his death when really he's just standing on the stage, moving his legs. And it's just the coolest shit ever. Not to mention how emotional all the characters get into it. Like they get deep into their roles and it's, it's like they, they read their description and they just, they just hop into, I don't know. I I don't know how you I mean I will say I won't say I don't know how you do it because some of the notes that I've I've like watched and I I did a couple of plays when I was younger and like 
for me, I really love Jim Carrey, how he does his roles. I know some people find it annoying. I forgot what they call it. It's where you become the character, even outside of the outside of the movie and outside of the um, um, actual performing it and whatnot. You're you're in that role throughout that entire time. You're doing that movie. You're doing that. You're doing that role. And I always thought that's the way that you would capture the idea of it. You would become that person. You would you would get it all the way down to the T. The mannerisms and everything. You would be that person. And I think I'm going on a tangent, but you know, I don't fucking no, I care. I totally cause... feel you. It's like it's like when he, he was playing Andy Kaufman. I think is is it performance yeah, art? Performance it. art that you're trying to. I, I I don't know what the you know I don't know what the name of it is, but you know right. what I'm gonna look it up to see what it is because fuck it, man. Um, what is that shit called? Is it performance? Performance. performance art is definitely like a big umbrella term where it's almost it could be interpretive dance it could be somebody standing there for the sake of standing there as performance art so yeah i don't i wasn't sure if that was you know the the exact phrase you were if i don't uh, the, the way i normally try to do it if i don't find it in the second look up <laughs> to keep it moving because yeah. you know the details you don't need all that but we the premise because it's, it's a style of acting i think shia labeouf does it um and I know for a fact fucking Jim Carrey does it because every time, every time he gets on the set, he does it. And he becomes that character to the point where if that character is an asshole, he's he's definitely going to be that asshole. Let's see what yeah. It's called. Um, come on. Unique acting style. Da, 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 da. No, no, no. Movie method. No, no, no. Okay. Point being. Yeah. Can't find it. But you, you get you you get what I'm I'm getting at. I guess the real question is how do you do that for yourself? You know, do you go throughout your entire life and just start picking up things and things like how do you do that for yourself? How would you do that for yourself? Who is Chad Wyski? Right. We go. How, Got do you, it. how do you best play yourself? Yeah. I have no idea. I don't, I really, I would, I would start with who I am now. And, and I guess it also depends on what, what story you're trying to tell that I guess, yeah, that, I guess that also decides like what kind of story you're going to tell. Cause if you're doing reality TV, you're doing reality TV, but if you're yourself from a different time period, you would have to dive into that. I, I had that problem with a, it was a piece of music. Me and um, V's was trying to record it, but I wrote it, back in 2012 and I was feeling different ways and I was trying to dive into it, but I, I wasn't that same person. It's, it's weird like that. It's weird like that. Have you, have you ever had that problem? Elu yeah. Elucidate, like, I guess the specific problem, because I'm, I'm fraught with problems. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like when you when you when you've recorded music, when have you ever had an instance where you like, for instance, the the, the pieces you did, did you ever have a problem reconnecting with yourself when you made those actual pieces? And understanding where you were then. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Look. For you though, so that's that's was that the case for you? So yeah, I mean, I guess what, I finally I, I um I 
I really started taking recording myself seriously and like producing like tracks probably in like 2014, you know, of, of like my own stuff. I've been in mm-hmm. and out of bands and I've wanted to record the band and stuff. But, you know, when when it's you sitting there and you're like, OK, I'm going to I'm going to record all the instruments myself and I'm going to it's all me now, you know, um, about 2014. And I finally released that in like 2018. But. Yeah, I mean, like I just I mean, honestly, the the one the, the one video like where I'm standing like in and among the trees, you know, with like my beanie on and stuff and laying in the grass and stuff. That's one of those songs and stuff. And and I guess what what happened with that is is that really wound up like sticking with me. And and I feel like sometimes I've always wanted to try and, you know, recreate something that was like that intense and that like rock driven and stuff. I mean, just is like mm-hmm. a musical aesthetic. Um and then and then yeah, I mean I think I I think I naturally keep a lot of lyrical content really abstract and flexible to where like, I kind of realized like two years later, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I created who I am now in in, like this weird, weird way of like using like these like metaphors or, or, you know, or whatever, like, you know, things kind of start to make more sense in retrospect. I think, I think that's, that's probably something that, might ring a little bit more true with me it's like looking back at stuff that i've created i'm like okay like it's like yeah like who who you are trying you're creating who you're gonna be over the next five years i guess is is what i'm kind of realizing does that make sense it does make sense okay and, yeah and that's that's kind of that's kind of my that's kind of the way I stand on it because you're cool. you're building this portfolio everything because I, I think back to what was it was it Equalizer? Well, yeah. So Equalizer was a name where I'm like, should I should I release solo music under that? But I I never I never did. So yeah, I mean it it might have been in artwork, but yeah. I find myself doing that nowadays because. There are a lot of art pieces I've done over the years. And I mean, I think back those pieces, some of them were done maybe eight years ago. And the crazy part about those pieces is like a lot of people, either they don't remember them or they haven't seen them, which gives me this opportunity to take those said pieces, reintroduce them into a just a bunch of numerous different things. And and it's the same way with music. It's, it, you're just you're building, like you said, you're building up who you'll be in the next couple of years, and and that's that's kind of how I start to embrace my story as well. Because I mean that that's, that's like that's the genuine thing, especially if you're if you're harking on being the, your genuine version of yourself, you're gonna start building on yourself, and that's the best way to go about it. That's the I, at least in my eyes, I I like to think that's the best way to go about it. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, I think it, it kind of gets to the idea of like authenticity. You know, like how do you like how how do you decide like when you're like doing yourself justice and stuff? And it's like th- these are these are questions where it's like you can kind of get lost in them super easily. But yeah. they for me they linger and and I'm I'm slowly getting comfortable with just letting those um you know, those, those haunting questions just kind of linger, I guess, you know? 
Yeah. Yeah. That's that's how like if I if I if I ever come to a point where I don't figure it out or something gets really weird, I just have to remember like I don't understand it completely at the moment. And I mean, all you really can do is just kind of keep diving in it until you do, till you find your footing. It's it's a it's a weird dance, but it's only weird because you haven't experienced it enough. And that's that's probably where it lays. I it's it's crazy because we're while we're having this conversation about you know the authenticity of your real self, it makes me wonder about the whole you know when you're switching characters, like yeah, when you when you're switching characters to be in a performance. Like the struggle that you might have from losing yourself, like it, I, I really wonder about like like who is Johnny Depp, like just Johnny Depp, you know who is the Johnny Depp, and, you know when I when I think about it, I think about Johnny Depp, and I just see all these these lavish characters that he was, and how how you know him and Helen, what's his what's her name, what's her name, Helen, oh Helena Bonham Carter. Yeah, like I really yeah. think I don't know why they weren't in a relationship because they, I mean, they're pretty much like do they do the same thing? They they're like, well, that's probably what it is. They're like brothers and sisters when it comes to that craft. But yeah, I wonder about that. Like, who do you ever lose yourself when you're changing characters that many times? Like that's and I always ponder about that. Hey, Heath Ledger, man. I mean, I mm. like who 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 knows about like the details of that? But I mean, that role probably was his most wild role um in in his career up until that point i'll bet i mean it was a big huge blockbuster piece and i mean he was that character in it and um and i guess i don't i don't know if a lot of people um understand that he was he he died not during the because they filmed they finished that movie they finished shooting it right there was another movie that was um it was on Netflix. I don't know if it's still streaming, but the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. Mm-hmm. And that's a movie where where Heath Ledger was in, but he actually died during the shooting of that. And in funny, you know, kind of sh- small world, uh, Johnny Depp stepped in to finish some of his roles, as well as Jude Law and one uh what's the guy um bullseye from daredevil mm. um colin farrell yeah i know colin. so so yeah so these three guys all kind of helped you know flesh out the rest of that movie and stuff and that, and that was another like really psychologically um you know deep film um but yeah i mean uh, i mean i think of course you know the um we're not as elastic as we always would like to be, <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah I, I, yeah, I would, I would bet that, yeah, we have the ability to totally lose yourself. You know, I mean, look at all these child actors and actresses, you know what I mean? And that's, that, there's plenty of stories there, you know, it's, you gotta, you gotta it's have like some sort of, yeah, you gotta have like a, a constitution and stuff, you know, and you gotta be able to bounce back. Like Shia LaBeouf has done, you know what I mean? Yeah, and there was uh, so Jordan Peterson touches down on this. He always says if you have like some kind of trauma, um, one of the best things you can do, and I, I start telling this to people a lot. If you can't afford therapy or counseling, 
sit down and really just write down what's going on with you and tell the stories and just write it down so you can understand it multiple times. But in a sense, that's basically what Shia LaBeouf did, especially when he made Honey Boy. He sat down and he wrote down every single little thing that, yeah, pretty much like kind of his, his, he, he wrote out his life and identified the problems or the things that basically trauma traumatized him to build who he was today and i i would like to think that that helped him and because i I haven't kept up with him as in recent as of recent but i would like to think those things helped him become better because he sat down and wrote down his actual story and you know it's just people need to do that a little bit more often and i really i don't know how you teach that because i understand that when it comes to writing something out like that it's like you see it as a chore and how do you got to I'm trying to figure out how do you advertise hey this is this will help you keep a diary keep a journal you know do it do it <laughs> make journaling sexy again mm, pretty, pretty there you go yeah. pretty, pretty much make journaling yeah. sexy again but instead we just use it for facebook honestly that's right you, you got to you got to get that that old school notebook and just get in that mud and just start writing yeah yeah, it kind of came under attack with the idea of somebody hacking your diary in like the 90s. Remember that? Like, don't read my diary. Don't read your sister's diary. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I know what you're talking about. That, yeah. was, that was the, the, the little, like, every TV show, that was like an episode back in our, yeah, back in our, back in our, damn, bro, we're old. But um, back in our day, um, like, that was that was a thing. Like, you had it was a trope, was totally. 90s, yeah. It was a trope. It was a trope. And I think that's great because we we gotta see a resurgence. I, I don't I I keep a journal. I'm on and off with it. Like do do you keep a journal? Yes, I do. Yes. What kind of things do you journal? I journal I journal about things that I think I'm sure about recently. I got so I typically would journal about like daily experiences and stuff and and that came to be a little bit too routine and so it, it kind of lost its special um mm. character as like an activity but more recently i've i've been kind of like okay hold on let me let me pull back and let me let me actually i want to feel like i'm writing a book so i i got one of those like leather bound journals and mm. i you know I, I'm, I'm paying a little bit more attention to like my handwriting through this you know activity more recently yeah, it's I guess it's it's a little bit more, you know, first principles kind kind of uh journaling in in a way. So it's it's not it's not like writing my thoughts. It's like I want to be able to catalog what's you know, I guess a priori deducible. Does that make sense? Uh I, I will say that last word I would have to Google it. Please, yeah. please introduce yeah. me to a new word. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, so yeah, like, um, so I, I guess on the second half of my college career, I wound up, you know, thing. I'm like, I want to kind of, like, I was going for biology, and mm-hmm. and I wanted to, I wanted to do something that wasn't so, you know, rigid. I wanted to be able to have like you know, like a freedom of thought. Like I wanted to, I wanted to have a discipline 
where there wasn't a whole lot of doctrine, you know? Mm. And so, and, and the, the sciences are very much like that, you know, like, I mean, I took, um, I took an oceanography course and it was so environmentalist and, and that's not bad, but it really makes certain questions not okay to ask. And, and that was something that was very obvious. And it was like that kind of, you know, you're reminded like, like it's a story. Uh -oh. Do I need to mute? You're you're good. You're good. Okay. As long as, okay. As long as you can hear. Yeah, you're you're good. Okay. So, but yeah, um, and yeah, so I wanted to I wanted to you know take some philosophy courses and kind of you know round out what was okay to um, to think about you know and um, and so you know I wound up getting subjected to like just a lot of like you know like if you if you go to any you know like run a Google search what are the top philosophy books that are you know, mandatory reading for some, you know, a lot of times, like you'll come across, you know, different authors and stuff and, and they'll use like a lot of these old phrases and within like metaphysics, one of them is like, like what is a priori. So it's basically what, what you have before, like you start in a way. So mm -hmm. like, like a, like a baby's a priori knowledge would be, for example, well, I exist, right? Like that, I think, therefore I am. So, so, so that would, that would like the fact that you are there thinking is already a given. I guess it's kind of like in geometric proofs where you've got like, you've got your, I forget the word for, you know, what it is like when you start like a geometric proof, but like your givens. I get you. I get yeah, you. Yeah, it's it's yeah. the like it's basically if you have side A, side B, you can find the hypotenuse. It's um yes. yes. And I think you're talking about Descartes. I think that's yep. Descartes. Yep. And and it's it's crazy because when I when I when I sit in my um when I have you know the podcast, I um I I have a I'll keep a notepad just to just in case like thoughts pop through and I'm trying to put them down so I don't like blur them out because the ADD does flow. But, um, but like on the flip side of this tablet, it's literally one, there was a, there was a day where I woke up and I started going like, okay, so what matters? And I started writing it down. And I kept going, okay, uh, health, health matters because if you run out of health, you can't play the game. And then the other one that started touching in was, okay, freedom. If you don't have freedom, you're going to sacrifice your health to obtain it. And it's just, sitting down and playing around with those thoughts to help you figure out what matters to you so you can progress forward. And then not only that, just grasping the spectrum in a whole, because I, um, what was that? There was the, it, it's crazy how people have all done these things before us prior to this. And um, are, are you familiar? Are you um, big on Marvel comics at, at all? Yes, no, absolutely. The the idea of like the modern superhero is like this this externalization of whatever human condition is you know magnified for like the time. You know, I mean all these all these Marvel comics like is post-World War II like mm -hmm. archetypes. Big into it. Keep going. So the the part that I want to magnify was the infinity stones. 
and how they literally capture every aspect of life. The the fact that there's a power stone, and that's the one that just basically amplifies your levels throughout all the rest of the spectrum. But like like um you sit around and you start going, okay, um, you got space and time. In the beginning there was just nothing. And the yeah. next thing is you got space and time. So now there's a there's a stone that covers that. Um, then you start going, well, next within that space, you got all these different elements and that take care of that, all those different things. Well, you get life, you get life out of that. And you know what life does? Life thinks consciousness. And it's, it's just the fact that within the fact that in a Marvel comics, in a little trinket, a trinket covers everything of the actual full life spectrum. And it's just, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy because like it is as with the human experience, we're all trekking down that road, trying to enhance this feeling, trying to enhance this experience and trying to figure it out. And it's just crazy that we're, we're, we're constantly just trying to figure this part out. I, I it's, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. And it always, yeah. it always gets me going because I, I sit there. I don't know if you've ever had those moments as a child or just, you can, I still do it sometimes now. It's just absurd how that thought can be, but you ever just sit there and look at your hands and you just go, Oh shit, this is, this is actually happening, right? This is real. This is now. Like, have you ever had those moments? Like that shit just blows your mind sometimes, man. Yeah. It's, and it's and that's without any uh, in any drugs or marijuana, right? <laughs> but it's just it's like that's it. It just it really makes me just open to just seeing more experiences because I know lately I've been playing around with the whole thought. The only thing that the that the the Infinity Stones doesn't cover is literally the virtual space and. Cause that's a whole other conversation too. What happens when you can do all of this crap in a virtual space? I got, I, I like playing around with these thoughts because I don't think they're played around with enough. I think we get so caught up that we, we don't take a set, a step back to just really just dive into these things that would help us understand what really matter. It, it's yeah. It, it, it just, it makes, it boggles my mind. It boggles my mind. Yeah. So like when you're talking about being energized about it, I mean, to me, it's kind of like when you're, you ever, you ever pulled the husk off a of corn? It seems, yes. it seems like, you know, there's so many layers, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's almost exactly how it is. Like you, you just don't necessarily feel like you stop, but whatever it is that's at the center of that is like this infinity kind of thing. Where the and, the and the fact that if you do choose to engage with this kind of mental activity, mm-hmm. the the fact that you do get the energized, you know, I mean, it, it's a proof that you have the 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 hardware to interface with infinity, and I mean that's that, that's that's kind of like you know, I guess where I'm where I'm at, you know, like, like re- kind of like realizing like you have the, the hardware to interface with infinity. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you, cause what it's, what it's called, if I'm not mistaken, it's called thought experiments. 
Exactly. And, yeah. And I guess what what's the what's the I don't even say what's the like most random and sort of best one you've had, but I guess let me in on one of your thought experiments. What's one of your thought experiments that just really just took you and made you just go to another plane with it? Mm. So, so I was talking with one of my friends and, you know, I, I'd always had this idea of creating some sort of timeline. You know what I mean? Like you hear this random date and you're like, Oh, cool. That happened then. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I'm like, man, wouldn't it be really cool to just, have somewhere to always just just really quick go and write that down on like the same thing and have all of those things in order. So I started doing that. And I think one of the biggest reasons why I didn't start much earlier is because I knew how detailed I would have wanted to be about it. Mm. So I, I, I just I kind of got lost in like what I thought the undertaking would have amounted to. So anyway, a couple of weeks ago, I started this and I got lost for like four days. Um, and um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I basically now have like 40 pages of, I guess the first third of it is, you know, before humans enter the scene. And then the, you know, the middle third of it is everything that's kind of up to about around like BC and like ancient Greece. And then like the last third of it is like more like recent post Renaissance history and stuff. Mm. And um, when, when you do something like that, like, and you know that you wrote down every single word and you're like, Oh wow. Like that's a mass extinction event or um, wow. Like that's an empire. And and this is how they fell, and you and you understand the historical aspects and context of of what kind of world you were thrown into, you know, as you're born. I mean, that's that's been something that's that's been very very heavy, and and honestly, I got like really really choked up, and I kind of started to cry when I was writing about like World War II and like the the development of like the atom bomb, you know, and it's I mean it's just, and and it's like you know somebody could like you know say like oh yeah Hiroshima Nagasaki it's this it's this date that is like it's not a direct experience to a lot of people that is that are our age we just we know it as something that's a black and white film and something that maybe maybe the military wrote about but when you realize like oh in the 1700s and the 1800s they started to really flesh out the table of elements and then all of a sudden after after some of the last elements were really starting to kind of you know find their place on the grand scheme of things in like a chemistry physics kind of you know groundwork all of a sudden we just wipe millions of people off the planet and i mean it was it was it was so i mean to try and understand world war ii is is a whole you know other topic of you know it's i guess at, at the end of the day like you know like we i don't know like we tell ourselves like you know we're always like in a state of war 
you know, like there's always just one war after another. You've got Korean War, Vietnam War, you know, Cold War, Gulf War, you know, the war in Iraq, Afghanistan, like, you know, whatever, whatever's going on in the world as far as like, you know, ultimate conflict. I mean, it, what we don't want is a World War Three, you know, yeah. and, uh, no one needs to say that. But, you know, at the, at the same time, it's like, how do we manage conflict? Because in, in a way, that's that's for me been one thing that's the most consistent throughout human history is, is like, you know, just the management aspect of of conflicts and values. And. Um, yeah, I mean, it, yeah. It's, I mean, I don't, I don't know if that's necessarily a thought experiment, but it's it's definitely been a a big, you know, part of the last couple of months. Just in in this year for sure. I mean, like I'm, I keep saying like 2020 is the vacation that none of us asked for, but um, yeah, the necessary I, one. Yeah, I think it's amazing that you took the time to scribe such a thing because it's it's really easy to get caught up in the now. And the saying of, you know, history repeats itself and you should know where things start so you can have an understanding of where you are. And it's just, when you, when you, so one of the things that really stood out to me, when you mentioned the whole, hey, we started flushing out the elements. And then at that same time, then we started basically cracking open those elements and the atoms to basically start our first bombs off. All these things are linked. All these things are connected. I, I, what, what was your, what was your process and, and source for scribing these things? Did you, did you, did you have a, like, I'm like, this is an an encyclopedia. Like, yeah. How, how was you, how were you traveling through time and history? How, how are you doing that? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess the first page is, is very, very like just mystical. Like it's, it's, it goes, it it tries to like, at least write down some sort of word that can encompass whatever was going on before the big bang. And so, you know, I reached back into, you know, some of like the deepest, like Judaism, Zoroastrianism, like Hinduism, you know, just the oldest religions of of when somebody is totally caught up in like the meditation, like what, what are, what are the, what's the, what's the berry that, that they get from that activity? And I mean, you have to go there, you have to seek within. And so, and so it starts off there. And then immediately after I looked at a lot of like quantum physics, um, you know, just the idea of, you know, you take a second down to like, you know, a billionth and in you, what kinds of like when people are in like the, you know, the Hadron Collider, when you're, when, when you collide those over, you know, what time scale can those subatomic particles exist? Well, so I I started kind of filling those in, um, right after that. Right. And I think in like after the second page, I mean, yeah, four billion, four and a half billion years ago, you know, we get the earth and then you know, there's like a lot of like these like mass extinction events when it comes to like um, like bacterial life. When when you don't necessarily have, you know, the you know like we know that like we breathe oxygen, plants breathe yeah. CO two, right? So there's these there's these um, chemical niches that 
organisms occupy to be able to kind of have a balance in the world that we know today. But when, if, if we imagine back to, you know, a pre-life earth, and then all of a sudden you throw like some sort of, you know, photosynthesizing, you know, cyanobacteria, it's, it doesn't have anything else to kind of reciprocate the, you know, the biochemical process. So, so it's like this pendulum that, that an overall state of the earth kind of, you know, swings and stuff. And so, I mean, I'd, I'd studied biochemistry at UNT. Like I said, that was my primary area of study. And so, you know, I mean, yeah, a lot of, a lot of it was through, you know, going through Wikipedia and then also, you know, just, but you, you gotta like, you know, balance, you know, and, and approach it holistically, um, and make sure that, you know, a lot of these things, you know, can, you know, make sense, you know, like there's, there, there must be a logic. Like, I don't, I don't want to have gaps. You know what I mean? That was one of the biggest things is, is that made it so, you know, overwhelmingly meticulous is like, I just, I didn't want the gaps. I wanted to fill it all in. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of it, especially through the prehistory ages, like, you know, when we say like the Cretaceous, Jurassic and Triassic, you know, periods and stuff. I mean, that's, that's just 50 million years out of four and a half billion. And so, yeah, I mean, like, you know, after, you know, one of the first max extinctions, then you got like comb jellies and stuff and, and, you know, like anemones and just more and more complex life. And, um, and yeah, I mean, like, like a lot of that just kind of comes from, you know, when, when I would look at, you know, when you pull up like the the genus species of a of a an organism, and you just look at like the the taxonomy from like kingdom, phylum, family, order, genus, species, like there's there's just a lot of logic to that. And so I, I wouldn't necessarily that you know I directly rely on it. I, mean, I think that there's like the how different species um, speciate, you know, is is a very mysterious thing even in modern biology like how do you explain like the difference in chromosome numbers like i mean that to me there's no mechanism in a biology textbook that links you know humans to chimps you know being our closest common ancestor but i mean i think so it's like 23 and me right that 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 company that like sequences your genome so we've got 23 pairs we've got 23 pairs of chromosomes how do chimpanzees have i think it's 48 they have they have either one extra pair or one less pair you know if if you just take away a pair of chromosomes from like a human zygote it doesn't it's non-viable so so that's that's one thing that's you know is you know a little bit confusing and stuff but yeah i mean a lot of it just comes from you know referring to a lot of my college textbooks and um and just certain timelines like like when i was saying the order of the elements as they were discovered there's there's um tables and charts that you can find online of like you know who was credited for you know the discovery of the element or you know maybe isolating it because that's not always the same thing like when people mm-hmm. were smelting iron you know they didn't necessarily understand exactly the properties what it of was. The, the atom exactly exactly but you know, they knew that there was an alchemy to it. So, so yeah, I mean, it, it's, it was very, very multifaceted. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, I, I, 
I guess, um, I, I kind of tried to keep it to, you know, the shift in power, the, the particular like philosophical works that, um, mm-hmm. were published at the time and, and written about, um, and a lot of like, you know, scientific developments, um, you know, kind of like objective studies that actually caused, you know, material change in, you know, how we deal with our world. You know what I mean? It's to me, you know, a lot of like the, um, the science is kind of self, um, like, uh, what, what am I trying to say? Like it, it, it stands on its own. You know, just the fact that we can, you know, manipulate something and that it actually works. You know I mean? There's that's therein lies the truth of, you know, whatever you discovered, you know what I mean? So, um, and I, yeah. I really, I really hope you like publish this one day so I can take a look at that. Like it, it's like, and I, I say that, but I really, like I was joking around with a friend earlier about just journaling and whatever the hell you're journaling. And there's a, there's a, a guy from the breakfast club, Charlemagne, he kept a journal just from seeing a therapist and then he released it to the public you know, did all the editing and publication. It was just a journal that he sold to people. I I really would love to see something. I would love to see that because um, for me, going, like, I, I, biology was one of those, uh, it was one of those things for me that was just like, eh, I'd rather do physics. And, yeah. And, like, I, I remember it. It was uh, senior year. There was a class I was in, and they threw me in both physics and biology where, at the school prior to it, they, you know, I didn't have to take it anymore. It was one of those situations where it was like, you pick one of the sciences that you're interested in and you keep moving forward and keep throwing advanced in front of it. And so that's kind of the route that I wanted to do. I wanted to stick with physics, understanding that through all of this crap, you need all of this in order for it to all work. You need both of them, chemistry. Yeah, but I was, I was always more a big fan of um, chemistry and physics. But when you get into biology, because I remember it, it was something as simple as, as understanding the cell. You would you would find out about the the different chemicals. Uh, what was it? It was some kind of pump. I forgot what it was called. The sodium potassium pump or something. The, yeah, there's lines. there's that in the neuron, and then also in in every cell, there's the um, there's the proton gradient that's across a lot of the the membranes, and so that's mm-hmm. that. Yeah, that's that's to maintain the the interior of, of one cell's, um, you know, pH balance, right? So they, they would maintain that in their main membrane. But then also, if you, if you recall, like within mitochondria, there's yeah. the, um, there's the oxidative phosphorylation that happens in the mitochondria, which, you know, we always say is, is like the powerhouse of the cell. Um, yep. but yeah, I mean, there's, there's like all kinds of things like that. Also, you know, the, the citric acid cycle, um, the, you know, you know photosynthesis i mean there's there's all kinds of you know biochemical mechanisms that really yeah they they are overwhelming um but when you when you talk about the way that you do it it you know it's like the interest grows when you map it out that way i i I guess what really you know when you're in a classroom and the only thing that your teacher is trying to get you to learn is this is a cow, and it's called a Hosting Fraser, or oh, I think that's yeah, Hosting Fra, yeah, Hosting Fraser, I believe. A dairy cow, it's called a Hosting Fraser, 
And when they're doing that and your whole assignment is you got to learn the real biological terms of things and you're not really doing much more than that, you can see how a little disinterest can grow for someone who wants to get a little bit more active in it. And But I will say the, the crazy part of it that always just what always just got me more interested in and respecting of it was the fact that they're all connected. You gotta have both chemistry and physics happening so you can tell the story of biology. They're all linked. It's crazy about that because um like like we were talking about earlier with the sodium and stuff, you, you find out about the you find out about the chemicals and whatnot in chemistry. You find out the different ways they connect with each other. Um and then just different actions through physics. Like it, it's, it's, it's not crazy. The point is, it's like, I think it's amazing how all of that's interconnected. And I just, yeah. Um, yeah I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> yeah. These, yeah. These, these, um, these uh, disciplines share walls. You're very versed in this. Have you considered doing something with it outside of, you know, just being knowledge with it? I th- I think that on the horizon there's there's a wave that is definitely building, and I think I I do myself a disservice to not deny that, and I think I'm starting to see that now. Um, I was really disheartened when I graduated and I saw the rates of hire from you know, people who graduated in my field and, you know, where they wound up working, you know, like I didn't want to only go and, you know, use my chemistry to do quantitative analysis for a cosmetics Mm. company. Like that was one of the biggest things that I saw that was hiring. And I'm like, I mean, that's, that's so cosmetic you, you know like in, in the, in the, <laughs> i wanted to call it basic but i was said i would hold back and not do that no but <laughs> yeah i i feel you on that because one of the so one of the cool things is i like that so in the world of say we're in the future it's i see it as one of those things is like what you're doing now creating the media connecting with people in that form you could totally merge those powers together to not only entertain but inform and get someone actually hyped about doing biology if just man it's just like i I really i don't know i guess this is just coming from my old age nowadays and when i say old age i mean i'm not really old but i'm 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 maturing and it's just i'm recognizing the fact that one of the things that's important is figuring out how to inspire the generations after us. And, dude, to be able to fuse all of your talents and to hear your passion for about, man, if you figure out how to fuse that shit together, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, it's, um, it, it's, it's definitely exciting. I think, you know, one, one of the things that I was, you know, I guess as far as like a like a, a field to actually kind of go into was kind of using a little bit of graphic design mm-hmm. to to create scientific illustrations. You know that was that was something that was really interesting. Um, like the people who create the graphics that are in textbooks, 
or yeah. you know when when you actually you know if like if you think about it if if you're it's like the idea of working in any large business nowadays like the data science is is big sure but the the idea of, of being able to choose what you're measuring and and like to to come up with metrics you know like i guess i see like in in one of these you know discord chats you know there's you know you're talking about like stocks and like you know assets and, and you know things like that like there's there's a lot of information in the world and and it's like we're we're really coming to confront how to how to you know be discerning and and be discretional or discretionary with you know what we do you know consume as far as you know information and and how do we use it you know that's that was one of the bigger things too it's like i mean i like i just said we used our science to obliterate a city you know so yeah. what we need we need to be able to pave a way to where it's not profitable to treat cancer anymore it's more profitable to cure it and i don't i don't mm. understand how how necessarily to do that i think it starts with conversation that when you I connect agree. the minds and figure that out because i play around with a thought in my head all the time as a species as we evolve the essential reason for evolution is for a species to get better and be able to be within the time that it's in, the time and space that it's in. And what's one of the biggest things that holds us back as a species currently? This whole price setup situation we've made. Don't get me wrong. I understand that, yes, goods cost money. You have to figure out a way to, I don't know, pay for it. But at the same time, we create paying we create the idea of money we should be able to essentially move past that if living is so important there should be a time where we get to a point where it hey you're you're sick oh that's fuck that fucking sucks let me heal you because that's what we want the biggest thing is having people correct so it would be ideal to be able to move towards that i, I don't know I, I i play around with that thought i know some old schooler might say that might be on the lines of socialism and and all that crap but i i like to think of i like to think of life as as in the like tech is the better way evolving anything that's making us better in the long run like you it, i just i just i just my mind grasps that and i start thinking that way because um star trek in star trek when you look at that universe that they're in they're they're past that. They're on another level. We're, it's like they made innovation the currency. And, I mean, that's what I would like for us to be on. I want us to get to the point where innovation, that's the currency. Not trying to figure out, okay, how can I market a vaccine? Like, it, it's, that's just, we need to evolve past the dollar. I feel like as a species, that's what's really holding us back. Yes. Um, yes. I think one of right when the quarantine hit back in like mid March, um, I think what was one of the bigger things on my mind was the like the human faculty of valuation and and what we value. 
and in what order we prioritize our values and, and things like that. And, um, and I was like, that's a, that's, it's a, like, I don't know. I, like, I felt like that was interesting, but I'm like, why, why hasn't, why don't people talk about this a little bit more? Right. And so I'm like, what, what area is this? And so lo and behold, it would fall into ethics, right? Yeah. Like the ethics is, you know, in a lot of people's minds, it's standing at the railroad switch and pulling the lever to save one person or save three people. Mm. What, what do you, you know, like there's a mother or there's like, you know, three or maybe a hundred people who have done something really bad to make something up. You know, it's, it's, it's that, it's that placing of value. And, and, you know, we, like, obviously we do that with our, you know, our faith currencies and stuff. And, um, and also, you know, with our time and with this idea of normal. And so that's, that's one thing that I think at some point I may come around to, you know, more visit in, in a sober sense, but, um, I think I'm allowing a lot of things to, you know, unravel. So that way I can kind of examine the weave, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely, I definitely fall, I fall in that same little, well, I fall in that parallel and I, I, I try to come up with ways to, it's pretty much just like be this and that while at the same time. And what I mean because I always teeter totter with like just capitalism, capitalism in general, and I, I try to figure out some way to justify it in my mind so I can keep moving forward. And I, I always come up with the idea, like the the idea of capitalism is just figuring out how to give back to where you can help people, giving them the knowledge, giving them the give, figuring out something to where you're helping them. And and I don't I don't I don't know I don't know the answer. I do not know the answer. I know better tech is definitely a good start to the answer. And that's like we like we were talking about earlier. That's why I want to dabble in those things like the not modules, um, the um just like little apps, little apps. They're like Discord. The fact that Discord Yeah, we were talking has, about bots. Yeah. The fact that those bots are made and you could sit down and make them yourself, you could learn that. And earlier I was talking about just building something selfishly for me and my other homies and stuff. But essentially, you could build something for somebody else. And I know the main goal for a lot of people is to build it so you can get some kind of profit from it, which is A-OK as well. But actually building something to get people more time, get people more space, get them to be able to do the more things that they want to do. It's it's crazy because I was playing around with that idea the other day. I was asking, I started doing like random community questions and I started thinking about how, how you would um, like say once you get to a point where you can cram 60 years into 60 minutes where you could give a person that experience of a whole lifetime within an hour. And I mean, you start there, but what happens when you can also get that down to 15 minutes? It's just, I don't think that that's impossible. I think that's, with Neuralink about to come out around the corner, I think that kind of stuff is just like, we're right there, right there at that. And I'm going on a tech tangent, but <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just, those are the things that, that, um, that just, 
I want to be a part of. You know, I want to be a part of that because there's so much opportunity in that. So much. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Um, one one of the courses that you know kind of stuck with me was was um, I guess the the name of the course was Science, Technology, and Society. Mm, and one one of the thing one of the things that really you know it 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 really did a the the professor did a great job balancing you know between you know sobering us up and you know getting us high on our own cell phones. You know, he he held up his cell phone. He said, do we really live in a democracy? Because he held up his cell phone. He says, we didn't vote on this. Mm. Mm. And and I mean, the other day I was I was sitting in a waiting room and it's like, here's 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 a this a doctor's office, the medical industry. That is the archetype of healing. Right. And in the West. You know, to to a large degree, you know, I mean, maybe there's like non-Western, you know, supplements that are, but they're not mainstream. So, but anyway, I'm in a waiting room and you look around and everybody's on their phones. Like, what we know is that the human body will naturally just heal itself. We, we are, we are healers. That's, that's our, that's the verb that we do unthought. But, but what we don't do is we don't, I mean, like we, we, we need to make sure that what we're engaged with is actually, you know, something that we're doing willfully. And a lot of times I think one of the biggest conversations, especially now, um, is, you know, the idea of, you know, I mean, we've, we've probably, what was the social dilemma, that documentary? I mean, that, that frames it in a way where. You know, a oh, lot yeah. of people are a lot of people are thinking again about, you know, how how we engineer our tech, because, you know, I mean, you were talking about the idea of the virtual space and how, you know, back to the idea of like the in, infinity stones, how there's no infinity stone for the virtual space. Well, it's largely probably in part because of how vaporous it is in essence. Right. Like there's no there's no rock solid quality. It isn't, and that's the crazy part about it. It is literally the essence of a thought playground. It's a sandbox mm-hmm. for your fucking thoughts, and it's yeah, it's it's crazy. That's. That's the and it's like it's so real, but it's not. It's just ah, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's it's one of those things where you you just you get to that point where you just kind of get stuck, and you have to figure out how to move within that. And because oh, it, it's like that 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 there's that that concept where you start questioning if you get to a point in life where you can copy consciousness. And and I say copy consciousness. The question would be preserve consciousness and move that consciousness within different places. How do you track that? How would you track that? Like that's the thing. If you if you crack open the whole idea of 
living forever, making it where it's a thing. I know there's the there's the thought process of maybe you don't put your mind in a super awesome computer. Maybe you just figure out how to keep your current computer running and nonstop. That's one way to ensure it. But who's to say that is you? Who's to say that's not a copy of you? Like I don't know how you would grasp that. That's something on the horizon that will continue to boggle my mind. It will. It. It. Yeah. It'll continue to boggle my mind. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I mean. It's. Um. It's. It's the concept of immortality. It's the concept of transhumanism, and it's the concept of identity. And and those things don't fit together for everybody on the planet. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts on? I guess. Um, well, yeah, what are your thoughts on something that we could agree on that makes it because I heard you say yet, but what would, what would be your thoughts on us finding a way to where that actually did work and we all as a people agreed on? What are your thoughts on that? Ooh. Um, well, I mean, like, so I mentioned identity and if you, I mean, I think if you run identity through Google, you know, one of the top 10 results is probably going to be this idea of like identity politics, you know, and, and like, yeah, I, mean, I would like, yeah, I would, I would, I would imagine that. The fact of being who or what a person or thing is. Yeah. And there's a movie. Um, yeah. See, like, like, I guess the, the, the social science you know, um, aspect of the concept of identity is, um, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's one thing that, you know, kind of comes up for me. And obviously, you know, there's like, you know, like this, like word cloud where you can see like a bunch of like relate, if you type in word cloud with any, you know, word, sometimes that'll, that'll kind of help jog, um, you know, like your brainstorm and creative process and stuff. But, Mm. um, yeah, I think, I think this, you know, for a lot of people, the idea of, of identity, you know, ever since, you know, maybe the 1960s and the fifties and, you know, it's not directly linked to a lot of the, you know, activity of world war two, but it's more the people who knew firsthand world war two, you know, they came back in to the home and they wanted to be able to have you know, some sort of idea of utopia in the 50s. And then you inevitably had these people rebel and then that creates the 50s. It's like, I don't I don't want to subdue my emotions. You know, I don't want to selectively tell the truth. You know, like I want to, I want to, you know, live my truth. And so you really started to see that live out in public in the world throughout like the 60s and you know obviously you have like the hangover that was maybe the 70s and stuff and there were people who were you know you know every every day i don't mean to like you know cast a shadow or or you know give a value judgment on on any decade but um but it's it's interesting in in retrospect because you know i think there's throughout the i mean i guess it's going on I mean, it's 2020. It's yeah. you know going on 70 years of us. Maybe you know. I mean, I don't. I don't know if we're trying 
to, you know, restructure identity as something that we all can, you know, agree on in the in the way that identity itself is structured. Or if we just are choosing to more creatively engage in the multi-form concept of identity. And and a lot of, you know, I mean, it's it's funny because this has impacted our laws. I mean, you mentioned Jordan Peterson and that one of his main things was, you know, he saw what Canada was doing as the idea of like compelling the freedom of speech and, and, and you know, regulating what comes out of people's mouths. And I mean, obviously we're right in the middle of like this weird, you know, idea of like cancel culture and, and you yeah. know, things like that. I mean, it's, it's like, it's at some point, you know, there's a, um, we're, I get, our, our technology is allowing us to inadvertently shove a lot of things down our own throats that if we just woke up in the morning, made a cup of coffee and went on a walk and left the phone on the charger by the bed, it wouldn't affect us. That's kind of the, the so it's crazy because as we proceed, there there will become a time where that phone will no longer exist as a little device by the side of the bed. But as we push towards the singularity, that will become so it'll start off as that watch that's connected to your Google Glass or the Google contacts in your eyes. Then we'll become comfortable to a point where we're like, okay, let's go ahead and get this as maybe, because maybe we'll have it in the beginning where it's just jewelry because people, there's there's always going to be that option of do I want to go full out Cybertron or right. um, Cyborg or do I want to just keep it where I can just put this on and engage with it that way. But once you start introducing things that enhance the body, and allow you to do more things while actually being in that space, you're going to have that crowd of people. And I, I always play around with this thought. It's like the future is going to have where you're going to, like you go to the store. Right now, you have your autonomous autonomous um, um, little stops you can go to for cashiers, your, your, your droid cashiers. One day you're going to get it where there's no humans in that store whatsoever. They'll get it to the point where you don't need the human to fix the robot. They'll have another bot doing that. Then you'll have the same thing for if that bot messes up and so on and so on. And and then while all this is going on, because it actually this goes back to the, um, with the idea earlier, what you were talking about when you mentioned the cell phone and who decided that. And it's crazy because in some form or fashion, capitalism and the ability to have the dollar exist is what helped us decide that. The fact that they have that money to pay for something and decide if it keeps going, that's how they determine. So we voted for it because we paid for it. And I, right. I, I think that would be the situation in the future when you'll have people who are on the side of, yeah, man. I rock with the droids. Then you'll have the other side. It's like, nah, I want to go to the new equivalent of a mom and pop shop, which is, this is still ran by humans. And if we have a droid here, maybe it's because that droid's dropping off the product. But, hey, this is still human. And that's what it'll become. It'll become that sale of, 
of human and droid who's down yeah if that's the new team apple and everybody else it'll be droid <laughs> android still rocking um but um droid and freaking human that'll be like one of the biggest things for the future it's it's, it's crazy because I, I wanted to ask you um about spicing because the well with your with your knowledge on biology I I and then playing around with these social structures, these these identity politics. I I I think it's horrible that we're at the point that we are currently in life, just trying to decide what someone else wants to, you know, giving such emphasis on what someone wants to be called or what they want to be, and and we can't get a grasp on it as a society to understand it. I don't know exactly what is right. Or what's not, because we're in this thing with freedom trying to figure it out. But just the whole thing of, like, spicing. Uh, I'm joking about it, but you're familiar with furries. And the reason I bring that up is one day we might decide it's okay to, hey, spicing is approved. Come down here and buy yourself a tail. Girls like having tails nowadays. What gets to the point where, you know, you can actually get a grown-on tail. And then you got people who want to go. And what if we go to another point after that? And now you got people who have cat ears. And now you got full-on cat people. With like, you have a problem with that. Like, it's just, it's like I, I, it's crazy that we can't grasp the little stuff yet and figure that out when there's so much more on the spectrum that's gonna hit us in the future. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that we understand it so we can just get to the point and go, okay. We've been through this before. I know this is a new type of paint, but we've been through this before, and we're able to do that. I, I it's just a boggle. It's, it's another boggle, man. It's another fucking boggle. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're saying you're saying splicing like like splicing DNA and like editing that to where like the organism would have features from another. Yeah, like CRISPR. CRISPR. Gotcha. Right. Right. Yeah, that's. I mean, I mean, it's. I guess it's. It's a. It's a big stock right now. Like a lot of people are paying attention to it. Um, yeah. Um. I guess. I mean, yeah. It's. 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 It's our dreams writ large. I remember being a kid and like saying like that would be really cool to have like bird wings. <laughs> you know, not no no concept of you know this um you know, idea of like half man, half animal, you know, like it, it's like no concept of that for some reason, like, you know, girls always wanted to be a mermaid. You know what I mean? It's, it's funny how, how, you know, we, we have these also, you know, throughout human history, throughout our mythology. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a really interesting concept. I mean, I don't, it's like an episode of Black Mirror. I think a lot of people are, you know, really thankful that, you know, that show, you know, resurrected the yeah. the whole Twilight Zone genre. Um, yeah, I, I saw this one thing. I was scrolling on my Instagram feed and I think it was Barstool Sports. They Barstool Sports. they reposted a video of them they were, it was like in a passenger seat and like somebody, whoever was filming, they were like, oh my, they were coming up on like this, this machine that was walking. And it's one of those MIT 
robots, robot dogs. Have you mm. seen these? Yeah, those things are gonna kick our ass. <laughs> yeah, it it. So as they pass it, they're they're you know tracking it with it in the field of view, and then all of a sudden it stops, and then it tilts up, and it recognizes you, and then it tracks you as an object in its camera view. Mm. That is really really weird. And one thing that I think is is the highest of highest cautions is. When, especially when you know we're talking about i mean this this is very very supercharged as a as a topic nowadays and stuff but just the idea of you know defunding the police and and things like that i don't understand what people are projecting to be the structure that would replace that because if if those robots are $15,000 or $20,000, the cost to train, I think, a police officer will far outprice a robot automated, you know, yeah. policing, policing, you know, um, um, agent, you know, you know what I mean? Like just like the idea of agency, like, like, do, do we realize like what is prepared to replace to take exactly i mean do we not i mean like like just the idea of of outfitting those with like a a gun that would shoot you know rubber bullets i mean it's like how many times i, I don't know it's it's just it's a it's a really it's it's not impossible to imagine but i don't think people are thinking about it they don't they emotion Emotion driven shit is always what things basically starts off, and I kind of butchered that whole statement. But what I'm what I'm saying, what I'm getting at is people get wound up with their emotions initially too much, and it's also about the polarity of words and what words you use. I used to be real sloppy with that, and what I mean with that even further is just the whole concept of defunding the police. The uh, another reference would be social distancing. I get, yes, you want a social distance, but it's not exactly the main focus of it. Where it really should be is physical distancing. And when I say that, it's because, right. you know, that's you don't want to get, we understand it. You don't want to get too close to a person. Social distancing, marketing and media amplifying it that way created this weird reality that we're in where now I can walk down a staircase and a couple will crunch up in a, in a corner and it becomes this weird situation and it's just like you're like what like what 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 are you doing here yeah and and it's the same thing with with um defunding the police because i was on one of the sites um i believe it was um the actual black lives matter site and the fact that you call in defunding the police and then when you click on it then it has more details well it's just like really why don't you call it reformation police reformation and because that's what you guys want it to be why don't you do that start there don't go for the the hype thing go for what it actually is or what you're trying to do because if you're really going to train officers you're going to need more money you're going to need more money i mean you, you can't do that like it's it bothers me because i get where people are trying to come from 
but it doesn't seem like they've exactly executed the thought properly or played around with it to see what it would actually do. And like you, you make a good point because I never thought about them replacing, um, you know, officers with those. The well, I guess so. I can't say the autonomous. Well, not no the autonomous dogs. Because um, I was playing around with the thought process, like when people do warrants and stuff. One cool way to go about that is why don't you do the warrant initially with a drone or something or some kind of droid to to de-escalate the situation and have some other way to I don't know cap to um, uh, immobilize the person so that they can you know l- limit the amount of loss of life because when I start thinking about issues like the Rihanna Taylor case I started going like the the main biggest issue is that there was a loss of life so therefore it, it brings me back to what I was saying earlier it's like the evolution of these things require better tech but we get caught up in the fine wires of it and we need to take a step back and realize what the initial problem was and then address it but it's just it's crazy it is soup it's crazy it's, okay, I guess what I'm getting at is crazy, and the only thing I can really think to do at that point is to figure out how to go and make those bots yourself. <laughs> and, and then, you know, that's it's like you got to get out there and make the shit that you want to see the world become. Like, if you, if you want the world to be a better place, you start with trying to make the things that make the world a better place. And tangent again, but it's just one of those things, man. It, it just it it bothers me, and it just puts me in that situation where I, I have to go figure it out because yeah, I know I, I know I, for a fact we're all we all are in this boat together, and we want to we want to see us all succeed. Like majority of us want that. Majority of us want that. Right. No, for sure. I mean, I I think right right when when you started, you know going down that 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 route like you were talking about you know the idea of things being emotionally driven and and one of one of the most interesting um contrasts in when you're talking about the the words that you use is is the contrast between reaction and and a response Mm. And, uh, mm. and I th- yeah, like a response to me, it would imply that, you know, there's, there's at least some kind of logic that's, that's being adhered to. A reaction doesn't sound, it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel well thought out. And, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of, yeah, the, the, the consequence in people's behavior when you're talking about the couple in the stairwell, you know, jumping across, you know, the space to maintain some sort of safe distance from your physical body seems to be a little bit more of a reaction based upon some sort of program rather than a response as with, you know, that, that keeps with how we understand this virus to actually be more commonly transmitted, which is just keeping a safe distance. But you can still look people in the eye and you can still talk to people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so many cringe moments, man. I I I have to chuckle at them when I when they happen. Cause it's just 
it's just one of those things that just it's a laugh, man. I love walking down a hall. You see a person from afar, you kind of give them a wave, and it just triggers them to run somewhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it it is it is it is entertaining as hell to watch, but it's just to see that it um it's a it, it's a it's another thing that kind of bothers you because all the things else that can't get created from that, just that fear that. You, who knows what could get created from that? And I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, I really, I mean, because I get it. I get it. I, I, I have asthma. So part of me is like, well, if I get this crap, I, there's a good chance I might get the croak. But you know, it's just like <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not out here just fretting about it, man. It's just because I, I was actually joking about it earlier. I'm gonna Naruto. I'm going to Naruto the hell out of it, and I'm going to be confident that I'm going to confidently get through it. I'm going to, what's that? Uh, I'm going to pry the hell through it. I'm going to fucking make it. It's just like, it's just, there's mindsets, and it's, it's just, it brings me back to just like those, those perspectives on things. Cause I wonder on like just when it comes to just bettering things, a person's perspective on what could better something because I, I know there's a there's a divide between like conservatives and liberals and we want to keep things kind of the same because we know that this will work but it's like they don't keep up with the regard of this the new things being added to the equations and i know when it comes to people who want to evolve you still there hey sir can you hear me yeah, the last word that I heard was evolve, and you were, I think you, you were you were talking about. I don't I don't know if the recording's still rolling, but you were it talking is. about like the orthodoxy in these ideologies, and and like how they're blind to these new additions into the equation, right? Yeah, and I think I went on a tangent, and I noticed that there was like no response at one point, so I was like, "Oh shit!" I hope it didn't do the thing because these bots, they man, these bots, you know, they they still fuck up. And Craig, good old Craig, loves to do that. I don't know why it does that, and that's that's also another reason why I'm I'm really big on the maybe I should make my own because like I don't I don't understand why it does that. It doesn't after like so many hours when you're having a conversation, it just decides to drop out and it just decides to just do its own thing and and I kind of want to get on top of that and and, ha- and have something for myself because I know this where it's an error. And if I'm gonna change something, I gotta do it myself. That's kind of how it goes. But yeah. I just went on a tangent about like just the whole idea of of just wondering if you're right about like what the community or what the human race needs, and then something along the lines of pushing ideas and not pushing your ideas. Because it's just I don't want to be a person that pushes ideas, but at the same time, it's like. As a person, as you decide what you feel is correct for yourself, you're going to just naturally do that. It comes with the whole plate of pasta. That's not a saying, but you know, it just that's that's what that's the thing. It's a thing. It is now. <laughs> it, <laughs> is. It, yeah. it comes with the plate of pasta. <laughs> right. No, I mean you can't I mean, no no person in the world is going to like release a song if they didn't think that it was worth listening to, regardless of how many plays it gets or whatever. You know, you, you, 
you don't take on an action if you don't feel, you know, justified in, in, in some small way, you know? I mean, you shift your stature because you might be uncomfortable sitting that way. You know, you gotta, you gotta keep moving, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, as, as far as, you know, when it comes to, you know, pushing ideas and pushing the biggest ideas, you know, I mean, this is, you know, marketing agencies would probably take and twist this and, and, you know, validate any campaign, but yeah, I mean, you, you, you need to be able to feel okay about, you know, pushing things that you genuinely believe in and you think, you know, would benefit more people um yeah i mean like it it's like the idea of like you know gentlemen don't wash their hands therefore you know obstetricians you know would deliver babies without washing their hands like you can't do that (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean like you need to be able to you need to be able to share good hygiene practices you know because i mean those all start out as ideas you know yeah and those ideas get based off of something we consider like a fact or or some kind of form of truth. We've 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 decided that if you don't wash your hands, that you put yourself at risk for becoming ill or spreading illness to other people. And you don't want to do that. And it's just it's just like like you you I don't know, it's just I think the betterment of people should be the the thing you base your truths and stuff on, and I it's it's crazy because I, I have a friend who, for her, the line of it is, you should base your truths on promoting freedom, like whatever gives people more freedom. That's where your line is, and that's the way you you should have it. Because we were going back and forth on the whole mass situation, and I, I don't. Most most of the time, I don't like to talk about. Well, it's not necessarily I don't like to talk about it, but I know that every single soul is talking about the the pandemic and 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 it's just. But I don't even need to do this tangent. But it's natural. It's what we're dealing with. It's real life. So fuck it. I talk about it sometimes. Um, but like the, just the mask thing. There's one side of it where it's wear a mask because. There has been there have been studies that show this does help. This does help. Make it a mandate because as a government, we want to try to promote as much life as we can. Because if there's no people, there is no government. That's a thought process. On the flip side, there's the response, or is it the reaction? Is that a reaction or a response? I wonder. But the the response or reaction of hey, freedom, giving us a choice letting us pick what we want to do even if it hurts us that's our freedom and that's the only thing like i I get both sides but i get it but it's just it's you know it's like i don't know how you sit at that point you have to decide what really matters to you it kind of goes back to what i was talking about earlier does your health matter or does your freedom matter more i think the person decides that the individual person decides that and I don't really know where you go with that uh, outside of you kind of leave it as an option. I, I just, I, I think that those two things kind of, that's what happens. You, you get, you get people who decide what matters this way and what matters the other way. Yeah. It's, it's difficult because, you know, even, 
you know, if, if we add more heat to the equation, I mean, there's, there's people that are jokingly like, you know, saying like, oh, why don't we just have a civil war already? Like I've got friends who like come back from the army and stuff and they just, they're, you know, maybe a little bit more habituated to, you know, the most extreme violence. Yeah. And, and, you know, they'll just kind of say this off the cuff and stuff. It's like nobody in their right mind will actually like, you know, a lot of these things that are trending in news. Well, they're not the things that will cause people to, you know, suit up. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. But at the same time, like, I've got friends who, you know, they were like, oh, my gosh, all the ammo is like you stores can't keep ammo in stock. But I don't I don't understand. It, it's 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 I don't want to call it fear mongering because that's that's not it's not a direct that I don't I don't I wouldn't I don't really see it that way. But but it's people's fear reactions that are causing them to go buy all the toilet paper, buy all the bullets or, or whatever. And it's, but it's over things that, you know, if we, if we calm down, we realize like, you know, there's no mass water shortage, you know, that, that would be big. You know, what, what we're talking about are, you know, people's rights. And as, and as soon as, as soon as, you know, that infringes on people's right to food, water, and shelter. Um, I I think, I think, you know, the state of society is going to stay pretty cool. You know, we're always going to hit full screen on whatever we're paying attention to. And, um, you know, all things in, you know, in relative, um, gravity, you know what I mean? It's, it's not always the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's, that's another other thing. Every, everyone always likes to think it's the end of the world. That's just probably a person that's not embracing the whole full thought process of the evolution. If you ask me, but it's, yeah, it's a, it's a, I don't know. It's, it's a weird, it's a weird world in space. Cause like, it's like, while this is going on, cause one, actually one of my friends, he's always telling me about how, you know, this is going on, but there's always like another story in the background that you should be paying attention to. And like currently, my biggest thing, like I always keep telling people, is like crypto. Uh, crap. Hold on. Actually, saw it drop this time. The the color at the top of my my um voice. It turned red, and I was like, "Only I got it's like cryptocurrency and crypto art and all those type of things." That's kind of the listen to because I always hear everyone say, um, "Oh, I'm trying to figure out what to invest in, what to get a leg up in society." And This, we're at this age, and you need to, more people need to know about it. And it's, it's just other things that, 
I yeah. mean, they, it's like they, they they matter, but there's more. Right, right. I think when we're talking about the, the mainstream conversation, is, is you know just the the implication that these things have a hierarchy and. And, and I think people to understand and that I think was from you know cable television, radio, and you know everything was pretty much you know obviously the eighties you know news networks would you know cover you know. whatever they covered and stuff we know like it's just kind of like a new normal to me this kind of is is directly hinged into what do we value and and you know Almost, you know, maybe what, what do we take for talking about, you know, the, what other people are doing as endangering to us. And I think, you know, that's, that's the, the main conversation with, you know, the whole mask idea is, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I, I see both sides and I'm also, you know, I'm not you know, a frequent subway rider in New York City, you know, I'm not, I haven't flown on an airplane, you know, I, I, I guess this world really, you know, changed a lot of people's, you know, normal as far as how they physically interact with people. So, so, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to have a well-formed opinion, but I mean, when I do go out in public, I'll, I'll wear a mask. And if I'm in an area where I feel like there's a little bit more foot traffic, you know, I might wear a long sleeve and not touch the doorknob and pull my sleeve over my hand. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want to deal with it. You know? Um, it's, I mean, it's kind of, it's, it's for the peace of mind is, is more about it. I'm, I don't think that the virus is, all over everything like a film that I can't see but at the yeah. same time if I if I play hot lava you know <laughs> uh, it's it, it I win you know what I mean and and it's like if we if we yeah. can gain if we can game it then then you know I think that's the um that's a really easy way for everybody to get on board yeah I, I just it's just it's crazy because I, I know there are a ton of people who look at it as a a when once you start introducing like religion into certain things like this yeah I it it starts going yeah, like I get what you're trying to do but like is it like it's it's weird because I know there's a there's a conversation out there about it being a mark of the beast there's a conversation yeah. out there about the 
um, the actual virus. Is it the virus or is it the cure to the virus or whichever? It's a patent on it that has six 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 in it. Like there's, I guess, every now and then I'll, I'll have a I'll have a person on who's telling me about the conspiracies that are like live. And typically, what happens is because I got I got to tell everyone um, I'm not married to anything. I like to I like to hear the perspectives so I can know what's up. Like when I watch the news. I watch both news channels because I want to hear. I want to hear. I want to hear what people have to think on things. I, I want to know. So, like, it's like I'm not. Rel- I'm not ruling it out. But at the same time, it's like, what's just a coincidence? And the other thing for me to do is just kind of just like just to sit back and watch things because when the vaccine comes out, I mean, I'm not gonna be running to go get it first in line. I'm gonna roller coaster affect that. I'm gonna watch. And see who turns into a zombie or not, you know. It's just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just I, I just, I don't know, and it's interesting. I will say that's that's one thing I am damn sure about a lot of this shit. I am, I am just interested as fuck to just watch the perspectives of the human race and see how they just start. Throwing things on the ball on the wall and seeing what sticks, or or falsely seeing what sticks on that wall. It's it's a it's an interesting thing. The human experience is really interesting, and I I really want to see what it does in the like next one hundred years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that curiosity of where this goes is. I don't think that it's a fear of death that's driving you know a lot of this you know storing your consciousness in a machine so that we. And live forever. I think that it's it's genuine curiosity yeah. for next. You know, to I mean, I'm I don't I don't think most people are afraid of death. I think more people are curious tomorrow. I think as you mature, you yeah. get over your death. I I trying to think. For me, I dropped death back when I was a kid because I used to climb buildings downtown. And there was a time many oh, I used to climb buildings in fucking Converse. Oh Chuck Taylor. And <laughs> <laughs> and like there's uh what's that? It was, it was the classic one, um you know the, the reunion tower? Yeah, which the, I here the I'll, oh it's uh, the one that has the ball like it looks like a microphone. Yep. Oh, yeah, downtown. Have, yeah. They have an elevator shaft. The the footing you can access it, and you can look straight down to the bottom floor and see it. And there's an elevator shaft where it's like the elevator's outside, so you can see the the back. It's like I forgot what they call the kind of elevator. It's not ones that it's outside yeah. where you can see it. Well, on that white that and my dumbass at the time was doing that, and it was like a slip away. And I would not be here today and have these conversations. It, it's it was, it was, but it was one of those things too where you kind of just go, like it helps you understand just toying around with life. And then, oh, don't promote like this for anyone. Yeah, um, think it. Um, yeah, we're we're, <laughs> a, we're actually okay. We make character. Um, this is a way to be in. Okay, back in the story. But it's just moments like that. That there was a, and I believe to, if I'm trying to remember correctly, 
in order to get to it, you had to you have to you have to not only climb the stairs, but there was like a like incomplete parts in the flooring. But there was like this Crown Plaza downtown before they before they installed the um, steel being worked on. And what actually shut down those adventures was there was a custodian man. And, and he caught us when we go to the roof of the the, um, the building. And we were up there on the roof of the, the building. And the man came up there and he's like, hey, what are, you, what are you kids doing, basically? And, you know, I could call the cops and you guys could be in trouble for breaking and entering. And he let us go. And I looked at that and it's like, hmm, all right, maybe I should stop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's. Just moments like that and not fearing death and then just like you said, the curiosity of things. Like I I, I don't I because if I could experience everything and be done, that would be the thing. Like I I just just the experience and like just to watch it. Like I, I, that would be that that's cool. Like like it also brings me back to that whole idea. With being able to experience the minutes, are, are you familiar with Rick yes, and Morty? Yes, I yeah, totally binged that when I saw that it was on Hulu, and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a particular episode. I don't remember what the little game that they were playing. There was that blips and chips. There was a person. There was a person that you get to be, and when you play the game. It feels like a person you experience that person's whole entire life, and and then when it's done and the person dies, you wake up and you're like, "Holy shit, I am me again! Holy shit, I am me again!" And I just I wonder when we get to that day, that day and that time where you can link up to something, see a person's whole experience, be that. Like, bro, change, and you get to live that person's life out, and you can do it in thirty minutes. You know, it's around the corner, and it's only a minute. I want that. I because nothing like make a simulation for people who think masks are stupid, or make a simulation of the scenes work. With mask or not enabled, and maybe then you can encourage people to do maybe smarter options because then you have a way to actually show them. <laughs> I can't wait to see that shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, same vein. You could do something where it's like they're the king. Everybody and like we'll see how long. If you really want to, we'll make you king of the world in the simulation. Have fun. It's like, dude, when you're when you're playing The Sims, yeah, you'll get up and you'll go eat, and then you'll you'll the Sims or like, you know, uh, and it's like, you know, at, at some point, at some point, you want to have a NPC. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Dude, it's it's a it's a it's an interesting world that's on the horizon, and I don't know how much time you 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 like have for normally. Normally, I exit out about like two hour mark, but like I'm having a, dude, this has been great. Actually, I, I really I've really enjoyed this. Um. First thing you should probably where they can find your stuff, and yeah, tell tell people where you can find your your content, man. This this has been really cool. I've been having a really good time. Also, also like it's interesting, man. I mean, I think um, I think you're doing a really cool. Thing. Um, I mean, you're definitely you're 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 not a like opinionate you know what i mean like you're it's an it's a genuine exploration i can tell um so yeah i mean yeah it's just it's natural it's cool thank you um but yeah i mean if um i mean i guess my first and last name that's that's kind of what i use for my handle everywhere um so i I don't know if there's like some sort of text or or whatever but um just at c-h-a-d-w-e-i-s-k-e Instagram cool. music on Spotify that I've released, uh, Apple Music, I guess, YouTube Music, Amazon. I mean, it's it's all you know on the place. And um, I think I'm, I'm most active on Instagram though. It's fun to you know create a video and, and you know post it there. Yeah. I think um, TikTok too, but I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't understand it yet. I think I've got like one little I don't know. That, that thing. I've left it at uh <laughs> I've left it at uh I so are you familiar with like the older guys that would wear the jerseys and think they're still cool and then they would hang out with the little kids? Like like sports jerseys and like yeah. wear them like normal shirts? Yeah, like like, like it was so there was a time back in the day, like back in the yeah. day, <laughs> there was a time where people would wear jerseys and it was cool, and then it became not cool. And they continued, some people continued to wear jerseys and they hung out with the younger kids thinking they were hip. I think it's my old age, and also just all the other shit that I'm doing. Like, I look at TikTok, do that shit on Instagram. If it ever gets to the point where I'm big enough, rather it be someone else sees my shit and they put it on a TikTok themselves and I of course do what the fuck you want because I, I got a homie who who that platform and he, like, he, he does a lot with it and it's really cool but I just I just nah man I'm getting old not, I'm getting I'm, well yeah I guess I could say yeah, I'm getting old this is the only there's so much more there's so much more. Dude, there's a there's a new social platform where it's all audio based. Um and you don't you don't post words or anything. It's literally a talk space. And like if I'm gonna try some new shit out, that's I'm cool. gonna try that out. Not something that's a duplicated version of um Vine or you know, like I'm not knocking it, but at the same time I am knocking it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's um it's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's a thing. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, totally. That's that's kind of what I was trying to say about TikTok is like uh, it's it's exhausting keeping up with all these things. I think that uh, do you know what the name of that audio based platform is called? It's in my um in on the in the Discord server. Okay. I have it linked okay. there. I'll grab yeah. it and I'll 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 send you send you 